Hello everyone, welcome again to Monty and Mickey. Thank you for tuning in to the conclusion of our two-parter on the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Uh, if you have not listened to episode 10, which would be the first part of this topic, uh, please do not collect $200, do not pass go, go back and uh, uh, listen to that one first. Uh, it has some some information that will be relevant later on in this in this episode. So, uh, without further ado, here is our second part of our Star Wars sequel trilogy. All right, so now we're going to be covering Episode Eight, The Last of Jedi. Uh, so I I liked this movie. Like I said, it. it because of the order I, and how quickly I watched them, it felt like just one big long movie. But I, I did, I did really like how this movie was able to expand more, but also um, tell tell more of the story of these characters. Like you got to see new things, but it was also kind of like what the original trilogy did. To be honest, with I mean, you don't meet the Ewoks until the last, mm-hmm. you know, episode was it mm-hmm. set, six, you know. So um, I like that the, they were able to do that with the different, you know, animals and planets and everything else. Um, but right off the bat, what I really enjoyed was the uh, that the fact that they introduced these bomber crew of, of ships and how that's like a facet of that military, which makes perfect sense. But like they showed more of those ships than they really needed to. I mean, honestly you you got to see a lot more than almost what what a, a capabilities of like a, a x-wing fighter was you know you got to see inside of it you know oh, yeah. yeah um so I, I i enjoyed that part of of what this movie was about but uh i guess it the quick synopsis would be that um they're on the run from the new not the new republic the, the new, order. new order first order and oh, first order god Gotcha. Uh, That's why she's here again. What more, are we talking about? What are we talking about? Power Rangers? You let us know when we should leave, okay? So, and then that time the Zord came to life. Um, <laughs> guess stop drinking, Tom. It's only noon. What the hell? Um, but uh, but I, I guess, yeah, just the, I mean, the, the in a nutshell, they're running from the New Order. Their shields are up, but they're running out of um, fuel. Uh, they're being tracked through light speed so they can't just do that and then in the meantime um uh help me out on the name of the the asian woman that goes rose and rose, rose yes um in the meantime they're going on a mission to try to uh get this code breaker guy yeah. uh who ends up being Nisil del toro like holy cow big name and i mean he was the He's a collector and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and all yeah. that, right? I mean, yeah. the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I feel like I'm saying that a lot. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, um, You're wrong. And the reason why is because the first time I've seen literally I've seen it one time all the way through. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> that was I just, I just I just heard from, from all the way across the country, I heard Abby's heart just break like it did. like like, it did. This, like like i saw like one of the veins in her neck just to just just pop out like you're not who i thought you were a weekend betrayed me no she hangs up. yeah 
Why don't you hang up? Oh, you're not friends anymore. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought completely on this, on this one. Did you get the feeling that um, there was kind of two separate timelines going on where this wasn't for Ray and for Luke, this was immediately after episode seven, but for everybody else, it kind of was in the future. Yeah, a lot like, further along. And they developed everything. And unless it's like this interstellar theory where, you know, planets have time that operates differently. And for one day in that planet is, you know, five months on every other They've planet. They've never really given you that feel before. So no, but, but is that, that's the, because you pick up immediately after Ray meets Luke. So yeah. to me, it, it was kind of like a flash forward for everybody else and, you get to see throughout the weeks or months in between the two episodes, Ray and Luke go through everything that they're going through before Ray ends up joining up with the rest of them. Did, is that kind of the feeling you guys oh. got? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll let Vicky finish before I go off on a no, tangent. Go ahead. No, that's all I had to say. Yeah. Um, I, so I the, the, the structure for these episodes is, is a lot different from anything else we've seen in the previous movies because what actually ends up happening is episode seven and episode eight cover like one week total. Like from beginning of episode seven to the end of oh, episode eight is really? yeah, one week, I guys. I mean, it's, it is seriously picking up right where episode seven cut off. So this is, this is like a first for Star Wars. So we're going to get a result and fallout of the action. Um, so yeah, Ray is picking up right where she left off with Luke, still handing him the lightsaber. And then the resistance. Um, so before um, the previous episode, you know, when they, they sent out and, and destroyed star killer base like they first order was aware of the resistance but like they're kind of like just a thorn in their side their bigger problem was the new republic so after they decimate well decimate they, they completely blew up the new republic um yeah. they have the resistance that they now need to to wipe out um so they're immediately going after them they're they they're immediately on the offensive of they just destroyed star killer we're we're going to go wipe them out uh, so this is immediate. Uh, they're already evacuating their main base. That's what the, the main plot point of episode eight is, is the resistance is on the run. They have picked up whatever they can carry, basically, and they're leaving their home base. So they're in a very dire situation right from the start. Like Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. It's the second movie of the trilogy again. Yep. And Attack of the Clones had that, not maybe as dire a mood, but the second movie is just build up to the third one after you yes, introduce with the first. It's dark. Yeah. It's the darkest chapter. It's a this is the the night before the dawn, right? This is the the long night, and I think there's even a quote in there um, that Holdo says about Leia, where uh, if hope were like the sun, if if you look at hope like the sun or something, um, you would never I have make it, it written through down. The I actually I wrote down that quote because I love it. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe it when it, when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. I love it, that line. It, that it like embodies it. The whole this whole episode is like embodied in that one quote of it. Yeah, I love that. I wrote dark. it down. But yeah, and they mentioned that quote a couple of times actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's interesting. And, and it definitely was dark. I mean, I don't know the sheer volume of and I and I say it like that because it was a lot of just people who died. In this oh, yeah. Like the sheer vault, like it almost like they had to do certain things to make it not so harsh for the PG thirteen rating, but 
it really is like a ton of people who die. Yeah. Yeah. That opening um, sequence like sets it all up, right? Because the whole bomber squad is wiped out. All the bombers are gone. There's nothing left of that squad. Their one thing was to get rid of that dreadnought. And the, and the way they say it, there's multiple dreadnoughts. This isn't the only dreadnought no. that the First Order has, but they just need to kill this, get rid of this one. Right. That's just, well, it's it's mind-boggling. And taking down one was such a huge feat. They're so proud yeah. of themselves. But, I mean, that, that there's so much destruction going on in that scene alone. Like you said, but right. they're sacrificing. Okay, it doesn't matter if we're losing bodies and we're losing guys and loved ones. We have to do this. Doesn't it make you mad that only one bomber had to, was had, was able to take it out? And you're just like, but there were so many more. How much more damage could they have done if they would have just kept a couple more alive? Yeah. You know, it's- I mean. It's like a good war movie, right? Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Midway yet. If you haven't, no, you really need to. About that. Because yeah. this is, is, it feels like Midway, where it's just like, oh, they're so close. And they just keep, like, the frustration of they just get cut at the knees. And you're just like, but what could they have completed? Like, oh, come on. It's yeah, yeah. it's frustrating. It's, it's oh, that scene was hard to watch. I, and I guess it kind of, like, pulled the emotional heartstrings right because they're sacrificing so much to just try so hard to give the resistance a chance it's... and that's how it starts uh-huh. so, i mean that, that you know that that's how you go into the movie feeling that right off the bat you know yeah so, and it's i intense. love the yeah i like the i love the comedy that they've introduced with pose it's little, different like, it's a uh, different feeling for humor than it had been in the other movies right and how Super. he's trying to distract him and, and kind of keep him, you know, so that they had enough time yeah. to get there. He's on hold. He's like, I'll, I'll hold. <laughs> no, like, old. just keep are, talking are you like, there? Yeah. wait, yes. there now? Yeah. Oh, I love that whole gag. Yeah, you don't see that in any other movie. I love that kind of humor. And it's, it was like, oh, are they going to ruin this movie by doing that too much? But yeah. No, it was just the right amount. That's just Poe's sense of humor kind of like Han Solo just kind of a smart aleck yeah, right, it kind of right. it helped cut up some of this like intense stuff that's going yeah. on like that ten- you yeah. almost needed that comic relief and exactly. I have to say uh, General Hux so he's played by what is it Dom Domhnall Gleeson who I want to say is Bill Weasley in the Harry Potter series and the reason I bring mm. that up is he's like totally channeling Draco Malfoy as as General Hux like that's all I see is Bill Weasley as Draco Malfoy. And I know it, I recognized. Oh him, yeah, but I it, couldn't have put my finger. I was fangirling the whole time in the theater. No, I was just like, oh my god, it's Bill Weasley! What is he doing on the dark side? <laughs> so, so wait a second. He does look nerdy wait, and pasty, wait, so it makes sense. Wait, wait right? a second. Wait a second, Abby. So you're telling me that you're a Harry Potter fan too? I have. I'm a well, Batman uh, fan, MCU fan. I'm a Harry Potter fan. I've got a lot of fandoms going on, man. Perfect. <laughs> You've come to the right place. No kidding. <laughs> I don't think you're leaving. <laughs> why, do, why do you think I like the podcast so much? <laughs> yeah, that's why she's the one. Yeah. You're the chosen one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that was the end of Monty and Mickey. And you knew it. Those guys haven't been on for weeks. Yeah. Where have they gone? Oh, she took over. Yeah, that makes sense. She's better. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I guess, and then kind of to round out the synopsis, they uh they they are able to escape because essentially a suicide mission where what is her name the purple haired lady Holdo, Holdo. Amelyn Holdo Amelyn Holdo yep turns the ship around and uh runs into the other ship at, the Holdo you know, lightsaber I wrote that down the way that it goes quiet yeah. right before the exp- I 
I love that feel because there's no music, there's no, it's just silence and your thoughts. Right. It's that perfection. gave me goosebumps. Yeah. I, that perfection. Was yeah. Uh, exactly. I don't know when you guys went, well, Tom, sorry, Monty <laughs> did not, obviously didn't see it at the theaters, but they had it posted in the theaters of like, no, we didn't lose sound at the middle of the movie. Yeah. This is intentional. Like, oh, no, because what we're, happened? Where's the explosion? What, what's going on? Why is it quiet? But it made it so much more poignant of her oh. sacrifice and just how she she used the holdo maneuver, which is it's now a thing. It's her maneuver um, to just yeah. take out this huge threat. It just you know what I'm I'm going to sacrifice myself, but I'm going to take you down with me. And it was just kamikaze. oh so beautiful. It's like a kamikaze mentality, you know. Well, it right. it's like such a redemption for her character because the way they build her character up is like I mean at one point. Um, Poe says to her face that you're a traitor and a coward and then here's this moment of just complete bravery of just total self-sacrifice for the resistance yeah exactly it's just like this Hmm. she just didn't care about being the hero of the story but she was going to do what she knew was right obviously I I love the hell out of that scene because I'm poetic about it but well and Leia even mentions that in those words basically like oh you thought you know you we weren't caring and all that stuff. Well, look what's happening now. Yeah, Poe's... Oh, my foot tastes pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, uh, his conflict with Leia and the rest of the generals is very interesting. And it's kind of like... it. To, uh, I got to be honest, it was a little jar... Not jarring. It was a little, like, quick for me where he's... There's no build-up to he's, it. Well, well, not necessarily the build-up, but it was just like, but is he doing the right thing? But is yeah. she doing the right thing? Yeah. Is yeah. she a traitor? Like at one point, I, I legitimately thought that she was like a like the only reason they knew where they were going after a light speed jump was because this general was like a informant traitor. Yeah, I, that's I legitimately thought. I that. think they did that in somewhat intentionally. I, I definitely think so. Very obviously, yeah. They yeah, they I framed agree. her to be kind of like a potential villain. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So then, while all this is going on, uh. Uh, Ray is, is uh, on that planet with with Luke. She gets to witness. She gets to witness the uh, the milking of the cow thing. <laughs> the green milk. Oh uh, my god! What is, is it? Wait, was it gray it? milk or blue milk? It was green. It was green. 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 Yeah. What's the name of that creature? Do you know that? Uh, I actually don't know that. Um, I just know that uh, Mark Hamill commented that drinking that green milk, he said, was the most disgusting thing he'd done in his life, and he had to do it on multiple takes. So I know that much. So every time I watch it now, I just mm. laugh. Like his disgust is like real. It's awful. It's room temperature, like simulated milk. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ew. Wow. He looks a little drunk after he drinks it, though. I mean, there must be some alcohol connected to it. Fermenting or something. I yeah, fermentation. Yeah. There's got to be something for some reason to drink it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Like I said, they really lean into this, and this is part of in, in kind of jumping around, but they really lean into the whole, like, what the Force can do and what it means. And I think that you see that in parallel with you know, Ray and, and uh, Kylo having this weird like connection yeah. where they can communicate that that's part of the force, but also just like um, Luke talking about the things that the force can do and why it's important to do certain things a certain way and how to not, you know, give into the dark side and all of these things. Um, but it's also a history of, of the Jedi and, and he's got those books and he's got 
all of that tied into this and it really was an important you know you got to to, to kind of see more about what the jedi order you never was really about. realized those books existed yeah right? i mean that there was a whole library and all that stuff sorry to interrupt but the thing's called the thala siren t-h-a-l-i hyphen s-i-r-e-n God, it's I love Star Wars. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like George Lucas got drunk. I was like, the Thalassiren. 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 Milk is awesome. Can I have another? Right? And you know they had to name it for the, you know, a, a toy or something. Just yeah. so that they could have something. Oh, absolutely. It, but, People are going to reference um, that forever. Yeah. Um, but... One of the lines that I love that he has, because it really directly ties everything through the, the original trilogy, through the prequels, is that he says, the Jedi Order is a history of underestimating the dark side. It's like embarrassing how they've failed. And I love that he addresses that. Like, he's like, yeah, we are not perfect. Like, no. you have this, like, it's, it's rumors that spread throughout the galaxy about what the Jedi are and what they're not. Like, this, they, they, this is a huge black eye, like, ultimately leading to their demise and having to scatter throughout the universe that they didn't see this threat underneath their nose. He looks disgusted. Like, yeah. and that's why I've lost faith, and that's why I'm isolated, and that's why I've just... I'm not going to teach any more Jedi because I'm done with it. I, I, we're not as impressive as I thought, you know? Like, right, right. Yeah, exactly. so he's, he's completely disillusioned. And it's, it's I, maybe that's part of why the fans were so mad. Like, he is just anti-Jedi almost in this yeah, whole movie. Yeah. It just explained, like, their hubris, their pride, their ego. Like, this is all the sins of the Jedi and why they need to be, die, why they need to be let go. Because... You know, at the end, you have Kylo Ren who's talking about let the past die, but Luke is saying that throughout the whole of The Last Jedi as he's training Rey. It's just, what happened to make him it's, just, uh-uh, done with this? It's, it's almost like, because I, I think I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, my dad grew up with Catholicism like as a Catholic. He calls himself atheist now. It's almost like it was beaten out of him, you know? Yeah. Like, he just saw the, the bad sides of it way more than the good sides to the point where I want nothing it's 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 good to see i i guess well it's not good it's it's a great way to develop the character that luke um he's not infallible right he's not no, this perfect well, god of the force right like he is very much still making mistakes and and yep. very very much um what do i want to say in danger of the dark side because it does such a great job of reinforcing of like you're never actually free from the light or for like from the dark side it's never like you're the light side and you never get affected again like, this is a struggle throughout your life to maintain that balance and I, I love that they try to drive that home finally because up until then i always felt like the jedis were like these perfect monks that's so like don't get too strong of emotions in anything because yeah. it'll lead you to the dark side. You know, like don't get attached. It'll lead you to the dark side. It's like, okay, you know what? I can't really get behind these guys. They're not real. But then Luke is just like this. At this point, I almost loved his character more because of seeing his struggle and seeing how he's, well, he's questioning it. Yeah. You know, like even Jesus questioned God. <laughs> at some point, your brain needs to work and go, is this, is this really what I thought it was? I mean, yeah. in order to, to have faith, and to really believe in something, you got to see all angles of it, and that's kind of what he's. You have he, to be yeah, tested. He's still, even at that age, he's still feeling that. Exactly. Way. Is that a, Did they make? Did they make a reference to that? That you you can't, you can't 
succeed without being tested or failing. They make something maybe. Yes, Yoda. Yeah. When Yoda's Yoda did, yes. That was another huge part. Oh my God. That was like the best. I know Yoda was only there for like maybe a minute, but everything he says is so huge in just that short amount of time of like, yes, you need to teach him the successes. You need to teach him like all the good, but you need to teach him the bad. You need to understand that failure is the best teacher. And actually there's like a line he says, um, where it, what is it about like the the, uh, the master the master um, yeah we are we are what they grow beyond that is the true burden of all masters so whoever you teach whoever you're the master of their failures and their successes will be uh, like magnified from what yours were and you have to understand that that is what you're controlling as a master of like because let's face right. it Luke Skywalker led Ben Solo to becoming Kylo Ren by that betrayal right and what Kylo Ren is doing is like a magnification of Luke's worst fears. It's, right. it's well, and they, they always talk about the balance. Yeah. With, with good, there is bad. Yeah. And Yoda says that all the time. So you're not just going to have it all good. I mean, you need to accept that we're not perfect and that we right. are flawed. That there's, that yeah, they, he makes him, it makes him a more relatable character. Yeah. yeah and, and they kind of touch on the fact that like, like you're as a master, it's not what you do. It's who you train, who, is a reflection of how successful you were. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. It's, 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 it touches on that and that he's not perfect and he made some mistakes with Kylo and that I like that they showed it from bro- both perspectives. Like from Kylo's perspective, he thought he was about to get killed Yeah, from Luke's. It was like, he was trying to stop this and then he realized he could never actually do it and, and follow through with it. I am glad they explained it from both points of view. Yeah. Kylo thinks, Oh, he's betraying me. And now I can't trust anyone. This is my, you know, I've always looked up to my uncle like this, and and Luke's like, no, I, I had a moment of weakness, but I yeah. immediately knew I was doing something wrong. I was just doing it again. You know? And um, so I don't know if you guys caught this, but in that moment, um, there's like a little bit of poeticness there that um, Ryan Johnson, the director of the film, created um, when he actually framed that shot of Luke about ready to strike down Kylo Ren in that moment of weakness. It actually is framed similar to Return of the Jedi when Luke is previously tempted by the dark side by Darth Vader, when they're talking about, I think it was like yeah. talking about Leia and, and trying to corrupt her. And that's when Luke kind of just like, no. And he's like fighting back with this rage and, you know, let the rage flow through you kind of a thing. They framed yeah. it. So those, his two darkest moments in his character Looks are the same. Dark. So it's, mm. sorry, just a moment, like just beauty. That's awesome. Like framing and directing, like just yeah, amazing. yeah. The fact that they're paying such de- attention to detail. Is yes, great. I know they do that's that with the music, the music themes, and the way yes. they're composing it as well. Is that certain the way music is heard, or that that at certain points tie to other parts of the other Star Wars? Movie. Yeah, or 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 like what she sent us says relatives. Yeah, relatives. You know, like yeah. you know, like Luke and well, Anakin and. Um, I can't even remember Kylo that. And yeah, I just that, the yeah. fact that any any relation, especially if they're leaning towards the dark, you know, they have similar, their right. scores are similar and so. Yes. Right. Um, so good. So yeah, so you have this huge story. I just want to touch on something that I, I don't know that I ever actually mentioned it before, but I find it, maybe I did. Did I talk about this in the prequels about the, like the whole, like they're too young to be trained maybe i did talk about yeah, it yeah you I, 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 I i think, think that's so. an interesting dynamic in each one of these trilogies is like luke's doing it for different reasons that he doesn't want to train ray but it's like this whole like 
it's so it's a reluctancy to train a next person. Well, we talked know. about it because they said Anakin was too old. Anakin was yeah. Anakin yeah. at the kid age was too old, and then I'm like, so what was Luke? And then Ray, it's like yeah. Ray's probably it's like so what t- you know it's like holy crap, how young did they train these? They're just how, lazy. You know, they how just it- don't want to do it. <laughs> Like, well, you gotta imagine it's a lot of work. Well, yeah, you gotta deal with this kid being next to you. Lightsaber, I gotta. You kind of gotta feed him and clothe him. It's a lot of work. Just leave me alone. I want some time to myself. Drink this gross milk. It's just the whole thing. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. That this was like another one of those like, I want to be trained to be a Jedi. Uh huh. I don't have time. Please. I got some. I got some reading to catch up. Leave me alone. I haven't even started the Marvel Universe yet. Okay, right. kid, leave me alone. <laughs> so, just kind of a funny parallel. Um, but yeah, so all of that's going on. You see everything that that Luke is struggling with and how that's all happening. And it kind of comes to a head where they finally do get away. They escape to this old rebel base. And I love the care. I love the foxes. I love those. Like, the, the, there's different animals on this that are like a part of this. And like I had talked about with. Um, well, I don't. I, I think I've talked about it before in, in the original trilogy on Hoth. I love that they're using the Tauntauns as a you know workhorse type thing, oh, yeah. like integrating these characters. It's like they are using the knowledge of this native species in order to escape eventually because they're part of the environment, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I it, that that whole scene is very interesting. It's like a stand down and. The only thing that I would say that was part of the cheesiness, and there were some other areas, but I think that whole uh, part where uh, Finn and Rose kind of like have that moment, yeah. it felt a little forced. too forced. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I know that she kisses him, and that's kind of your like, so are they together we need a now? Love story, so but this is where we'll put it. Yeah, it, it just felt too Disney cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Like it felt like she was a Disney princess and. It was her moment. Like, it was good, but it was also, there was certain lines and things that I just, I don't know. It and was, you, you kind of saw it there. It was kind of implied. It wasn't right. maybe necessary for, it's almost like, okay. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to see their relationship. Oh, sure. Like, like that's not, like, for me, that wasn't the hang-up. It was that specific But dialogue, it was kind of implied. You know? Plus, you thought he had feelings for Ray. Like, this guy is just kind of, you know, in the mood, it seems like. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whoever's the latest. You know, well, you know, favorite. they don't exactly allow conjugal visits when you're a stormtrooper. So. <laughs> he still got needs. He's a, yeah. he's a man after all. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, I, I just thought that was an interesting part of, of what, you know, that they, they're kind of dynamic that they throw in there. Um, so then just to kind of round out everything, they do eventually escape with the help of Luke, but Luke is force projecting himself. Ray's using the force to help them escape as well, moving the rocks. And Luke ends up dying at the end, which I'm assuming just because of all the energy and willpower it took to force project himself in front of Kylo and do all these things that he's doing. Now, I like I said, I wanted to kind of wrap up that kind of synopsis. Going and there, there's a whole part that we're we're missing about the casino and everything that went down with that, and how Nisio del Toro's character helps them out, but doesn't really help them out, and he's got his whole philosophical. We were all part of the dark side. We we're all part of the light side. You know, this guy was 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 also selling you know X wing fighters along with Tie fighters. Okay, so yeah. His big thing and is like live free, don't him. join. Yeah, yeah. and that's um, why he turns on him because he, oh, he thought he could trust him, but oh, they they captured yeah. me. 
I sacrificed you for my own well-being. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I read way too far into this scene, this one thing that I'm going to talk about. And I think I realized afterwards I was looking into it and it was just literally what it was supposed to be. But um, it, was that really Luke brushing his shoulders off? Yep. That That's more of that humor. Like, yep. Just kind of smack talking. Yep. I mean, I, 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 was that really, that was all, I mean, um, I was listening to. That's smack talking right there, baby. I was listening to another podcast that was talking about it and like, I think it would have been better if it would have been he did that and then all the guns kind of like turned that way or something like all the ships kind of like got thrown one way or one of the like Like that would have tied it like like he did it for a purpose not that's how he got his shoulders if I don't wanted to kiss I'd have called your mother that's kind of what he was doing yeah yeah so I don't know that was kind of another Disney thing um, along those lines when he's training Ray and he tickles her and do you feel that? Yeah, is that that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is, yeah. That, is <laughs> that the force? And then he slaps her hand. No, that's not the force. Yeah. I mean, you didn't see that in the other movies, but my sick and yeah. sense of humor, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. I like how they put that in there, you know? Because yep. Luke's kind of cynical and twisted at this point. Like, you know, this is how he does things now. Yeah, like, I felt like it was a good way to, to show... Again, this is such a freaking tense movie. Um, it's a great way yeah. to project a lot of humor in. And and I don't know, like I said in the, the theater, every single time one of those gags came up, people laughed. And it was that kind of surprise oh, laugh sure. where it's like, oh my God, I didn't think I was going to find this funny. And I, like, I can't help but laugh at this. It was, it was like the perfect amount of, oh God, this is so much. I don't know if I can slog through another like intense dialogue scene and then yeah there's the tickling with the 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 plate and then the brushing the shoulder off it's just this like sassy luke came out and i'm sorry sassy luke he was hilarious like he's exactly the real housewives he's just so cynical and to just get these glimpses of humor where it's like he's isolated he's been a hermit for um according to the timeline for the past six years he's been a hermit on hatch two so it's it's kind of like a good way to show up. Like he's just kind of quirky, I guess. And a salty old man. Yeah, like, and, you know, there's sarcasm just, within like, one of those uh, guys. Like, I know one. Well, like with the force thing, he's like, everybody wants to feel the force. He's like, it's not a freaking feeling. It's an emotion, you idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why he tickles. Yeah, like I just love that. And then the, with the Kylo Ren thing, I'm just like, a, what, you think you can beat me? I'm big and bad freaking Luke Skywalker. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. But it was, it, I will admit, it was definitely cheesy, but I. I it was ate different. It up. Yeah, you you hadn't seen that in the other movies. No. I think that's what took people back a little. But like you said, it, people laughed. Yeah, because there's so much intense going on. Oh, it's like, oh thank God. <laughs> oh, much. that was that was the other part of this, and that like I guess this ties into the stopses. I mentioned to Mickey, this movie felt like I'm going to say this in like the most loving way possible. It felt like it dragged on because not because it was bad. But because it was like you thought it was over, and then yeah. there was another scene. You're like, Three or four oh, endings. It seemed like we're not done, and then it just like, okay, we're not done again. Yeah. And like that. That's the kind of the sense that I got, kind of while, while watching this. But and you still again, I'm just the dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm just the dumb Star Wars guy <laughs> who doesn't really, you know, watch movies. No, when I, they come I out, agreed. But... It felt like okay, it could end there. Oh, I guess it's not gonna. Go. Okay. How about now? Oh, nope, still not ending. Well, but like you said, you still appreciated it so much that it's still right. one of your favorites of the eight we've seen so far. So. There was a, there was um, a lot of then, weird pacing. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was. There was definitely. Well, definitely, there were like three like different distinct plot lines that they were weaving together because you had the resistance fleeing the Fifth yeah. Order. You had Ray going through everything with Luke and Kylo. And then you had Rose and uh, Finn out on Canto Bite. But. Like that kind of brought in all the different scopes that we're looking at. So we have the moral conflict between the light and the dark, and then you've got the 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 current battle of the resistance running from the first order, and then how the rest of the galaxy is being affected by all of this. So but it's just it was weird to try to get all of that into one movie. It was just it was a lot. It was so much. Yeah. Kind of like endgame. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, just yeah. so much going on. Yeah. Um and one of the other things that I wanted to point out uh, at the end of the movie that I really enjoyed and it helps helps kind of prime the whole we are the spark that starts the fire type of mindset. I love that you just get a hint and I love it when they do this because it's not in your face. You still need to pay attention, but most people are going to pe- catch up on it and you're not going to have to go through hours of Reddit articles to figure out the detail <laughs> that makes sense and ties it all together. Thanks again, Abby. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> um, but that that whole the kid who was on that was that was a uh, slave or whatever Canto bite. he's yeah. got yeah he's got the rebel ring at the and very end yeah he uses the force to grab his people his, forget about his that room i love that because that tells me and we're going to get into that pretty soon here um uh and and for those of you who are listening and haven't figured it out by now this is a two part i think we're on part two <laughs> yes. by now um but uh, we will get to the to the, the the fan theories and everything going into episode nine. Um, but it kind of opens it up for there's going to be more. There could there's a potential for more, and I, there's just something else I like. And the last thing that I'll say is uh, I noticed right away, and then it was confirmed later. Yoda's a puppet again. Yep. They don't do a CGI Yoda, nope. which is I like that. More of people. It's a. Was it Jim Henson? Was it Jim Henson? Uh, oh, yeah. the original. Well, the Muppets, yeah. Well, he did the Muppets, but was it? I don't know if it was him that puppeteered it, Yoda or Frank Oz. Frank Oz, yes, yeah, that's yes. So that's kind of a cool that they were able to to do that. Um, yeah. So I guess for episode eight, before we get into episode nine and what we think is going to happen there, but episode eight, anything else you wanted to? I just wanted to say um, the only cheesy, the real cheesy part that stood out to me was when Leia gets kind of sucked out of the ship. And then suddenly, yes, the port, and she yes. floats Abby, through space. Nobody else could ever do that. That kind of felt weird and misplaced. That they were really, really just throwing their head oh. into the idea of force powers. All my friends said that was just too much cheese. Like I, I don't have enough wine or like, I need a sandwich to go with it or something. And I don't know because of the pacing that I actually watch the movie in and the how the order I watch or how quickly I watch it. It just felt like. Uh, Leia just She's died, guys. Are we space. gonna like focus on this at all? Because yeah. she just popped out into space. And last time I checked, even in a galaxy far, far away, you don't survive that. You can't just come to and go. Oh, I think I'll fly back to the ship now. Yeah, like I didn't. I like I. I was like, so is this the way they kill Leia? Like, what's what's going on here? Because they just kind of were like, and there was an explosion. So let's go see what Poe's doing now. Like, yeah. it was there was no like like you. You knew she wasn't going to die because they didn't like focus on that like they did for Han. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was weird. Uh, so, God, again, this ties in with um, Disney making all of that expanded universe stuff non-canon because there is actually books in which they explain that um, after the Battle of Endor and like when the Empire formally like gives up, um, Le- Leia went into Jedi training. 
um, because she is force sensitive and she does begin Jedi training. And the reason she gives it up is because she's carrying Ben Solo. Well, it's not Ben Solo in the books, but she's carrying kids in the book, um, a, a kid. And um, it's, it's a weird way to try to introduce that. So we, we made all of that non-canon, but now suddenly we're, we're going to reestablish that yes, Leia is a force sensitive and it was a, it was a weird way to throw it in. I mean, it really was. I felt yeah. like there could have been a, a better way of just even the subtle things like the fact that um, bef- right before that you can sell, tell that there's a, this bond between her and Kylo Ren, like playing off of that, of like that there is that, that force sensitivity and that she can reach out to other force sensitives. That would have been even the first time she meets Ray. Yeah. You could see there was a connection. There, just, you know? just any they other way. And they just looked at each other. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah in the movie theater, that was definitely, I had that moment watching it back get blown up. I was like, Oh my God, they actually, this is where they kill off Leia because Carrie Fisher, uh, obviously sadly had passed. I was like, yeah. so oh, yeah. So, the timeline of that. so yeah. What you, I'm sorry. What did you say? I was like, "How dare they?" How, how dare they? Yeah. Um. So so the timeline of this, she died before Episode Eight came out. Yes. Then, correct? Yeah. Okay. She, she completed out. all, all right. filming, but yes, uh, she died like right before Episode Eight actually came out. Because I I can't remember if it was like that fall and then the the store. Well, obviously it was released in December, but like it was immediate kind of a thing. So it was hmm. we. It, it was just definitely that kind of a. All right, like I feel like everybody went in there just waiting to see like when do they kill off Leia because obviously oh, she is. can't continue on. So that seemed like it. I've seen her good. grave. I've seen her grave for the record. I'm bragging now, but I. Oh. <laughs> She's buried right next to her mom, Debbie Reynolds. Oh, good. So. That's that's good. Yeah. That's a good place for her. Did I, they do? Yeah. Did they do a tribute at all to her like mm-hmm. they did with Stan Lee in the like the movie? They at the end, I know they they said in loving memory of Carrie Fisher, like there's like a moment there yeah. at the end in the credits. Exactly. Um, but I'd assume we're, I well, at least I hope we get something bigger even in episode nine. So we'll. That's what I was gonna say. Is I felt like that's what they're gonna do. Because yeah, that's a good, pretty good segue. But before I jump the gun, <laughs> jump the blast, jump the blast. Um, nice. Did you did. <laughs> Did you have anything else that you wanted to add as far as episode eight goes, Abby? Oh, God. Again, there was so much that happened in this episode. Like, I really like that, again, we get some more shades of our villain, Kylo Ren, as far as, like, who he was before when he was Ben Solo and that conflict. Because, like, the Skywalker story is such a tragedy. It's it's this family that's always, like, fighting this dual nature thing. And I, I kind of like that they're tying him in with that that big overarching theme of getting pulled to the dark getting pulled to the light not sure what to do like your your responses are shaped by life circumstances um that's i I really liked how i guess how they developed the the character there um the other thing i guess i can i can i just ask you why did ray lie to to luke about seeing kylo right okay i don't know i really don't i i wonder if she's like can, doesn't understand what's happening because the whole the whole time like Ray's always getting kind of pulled to the dark and not not in a way where like she's being seduced by the dark. Ray has this like naive approach to the force. She's like a savant almost. She doesn't know anything about right? it. Like really. she's yeah. she's so good because of, and and I think it, they they're trying to show like the way she was had to come up in the world like she's a natural warrior and she's got like kind of this 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 moral code because even in the 
the episode seven, she saves BB eight, even though he means nothing to her. Like we, we know she's got this, she this yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. She's got this strong, like kind of hero moral, but she's always drawn to the dark side because wanting to know who, what her lineage is, what her parents, who her parents are, that kind of a thing. So we get to like, see her always be tempted by the dark side. So I feel like that might've been what they were trying to show is like, she's, I think you're right. Hiding part of herself because she's just not sure what to do with it and i know she does like even from her mask yeah she i know she mentions that she's scared of what she feels inside of herself but i don't know like maybe that's what they're trying to reference um i think you might be right but it's it's a lot so how does luke go from i'm sorry go ahead no sorry i was just saying there's a lot of character development that happened in this episode so there's a lot yeah 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 so uh and maybe i just need to suspend reality for a little bit but is the assumption that Force ghosts of Obi-Wan, of Anakin, of Yoda, all trained Luke? Like, how does he go from, like, a little bit of train? well, the training he got from Yoda to training Jedis as a master? Well, there was an extended period of time there. Right, but who was left to train him? So I guess is what I'm saying. They never really go into that. And that's part of my thing why I don't like how people are responding to Ray because they say that she's like a Mary Sue and that she's too good at the force too quickly. But like Luke did the same damn thing. He is like with such little direction. He was so damn good at the force. You're just like, what the hell? So I have to wonder if um, the force is kind of like something that always exists in them and they just need somebody to teach them how to tap into it and then they have to learn like where their strengths are in the force like maybe it's telekinesis maybe it's the um the warrior ability i mean who knows like maybe it's the jedi mind tricks like there's all these different ways that this like space magic comes out so and and i'm sure it's a sliding scale yeah it's not like a linear like you do this then this you know and and the force is within everything yeah i mean you know it's, it's the balance of life but some people have more midi-chlorians than others, and that's why it's the Skywalker family has been known to have that. So she's somehow she ties into all that. We don't know yet, and we're about to get into all that, but she just has that. So she's, she maybe has always known, just didn't know what the heck it yeah. was. Yeah, you know? right. she needed somebody to tell her what it was, a given name to it, but it's, it's something she's always known about. Now she just knows how Probably. to deal with it or tap into it. Yeah. But, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Anything else that e- either of you wanted to, to cover as well? I just, so, why does everyone always fire at Will and who is Will? I mean, I feel like <laughs> Is this guy's always getting fired at? There, I, I wrote that down. I, I just want to make for the listeners out there that was a that was a free bad dad joke of the week. We got the extra one. It was a good dad joke. Okay, but like going along that, I want to build off of that humor because for the fire at Will. So, I've that ending with the battle crate and the Millennium Falcon shows up, right? And I love, I love that Kylo Ren's like, shoot that hunk of junk out of the sky. Like he's all pissed. And then and Finn is like, oh, they hate that ship. I love that. I was the whole time. Like the Millennium Falcon has their focus of just like that damn shit. Not that thing again. I love I love it's a piece of crap and they all hate it. We can't kill that thing. How many Death Stars does it? blown up at oh, this point. Exactly. And they always call it this piece of garbage, this piece of piece junk of and all of this. And it's it's consistently just decimating these these evil empires. I, I loved it. I was in twelve parsecs or less. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Oh god, it's so good. I love that. 
Um, that, that was good. Yeah, so, uh, the only other part is um, I know that the scene with um, Canto Bite gets a lot of flack from the fandom because people were like, why was that there? It's yeah. awfully placed and all that. But I kind of want to call back that um, this uh, this episode had the potential to really narrow the focus to this this fight between the resistance and the first order and the resistance being so small like they were god they were 400 members and now they're like even less members after everything that happened um it's such a small amount and canto bite brings back how the whole galaxy is affected that this they have these people that are making so much money off the war and then you've got the victims of the war and it brings this like poverty versus rich and, and the political and all of that so it's trying to like widen out that scope of it that this is a galaxy war this isn't a, a war between small groups of people this is galaxies right. and right. so yeah. i like that they cut i i get that the pacing was weird but i'm glad that um they chose to add that in to try to widen the scope because i think episode nine is going to be able to build off of that of there's going to be a group of people all across these all these different worlds it's going to come together to fight the first order again right right it, that it's was important. the whole thing that, that we, they got uh, allies in every yes. every corner of the galaxy you know that they could call on all different species you know. it's like end game again yeah uh, you know everybody's right. coming so together. i yeah i'd be excited to see how that that plays out but um uh, all right so let's let's get into the to, to that now so episode nine uh the rise is it rise of skywalker i did not realize until i started getting into this and researching for this watching the movies and paying attention this is a big deal like this is like end game level movie i mean correct me if i'm wrong bigger because it's been more 40 years or yeah yeah they've done less less movies bigger than end game yeah as end game was just because it's the end of a of a saga, you know, yeah, you know, because they call this era. the Skywalker saga, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, so, um, that, like, I guess I, like I said, not being like super intimately involved with this, didn't realize that. And the way that they frame it, it's like, like I was telling, there was there was a special on during like Thanksgiving or something where they did like a little like behind the scenes of the original trilogy yep. and like interviews with people and like they were talking about that and then they were kind of going back to you know episode nine and how it's important and why it's important and i i did not realize the gravity that this is so i'm glad i'm able i'm going to be seeing in the movie theater when are uh did you buy tickets yet abby i have not but i know we're going for christmas that's about all i know at this point oh (laughs) gotcha so uh so mickey and i are planning on going on the 9th 20th the friday yes friday it comes out Friday. yeah so yeah okay so we're yeah that's saturday um so we're so i'm excited to see that and kind of hopefully there's some cosplayers in the theater but we'll see how it goes <laughs> um but well, yeah I, I, well i think it comes out the 19th which is a thursday yeah, but it right. really comes out on the 20th yeah 20th, i think we have like a midday screen a, kind of a thing yeah that's right yeah. we are we are seeing it on the 20th yeah there's the, the friday going on on that yeah there was a conflict that we had on that saturday yeah. so we were, yeah um but that all being said, that all kind of like kind of ramping this up to what this what this movie means. Um, so I want to talk about a couple different things. I want to talk about the movie itself and the questions that we have in the fan theories surrounding that. But I also want to briefly go over some of the what we think this is going to bring or if there's a future to the Star, Star Wars universe. But first of all, I guess 
what are our questions? What are our big questions, right? First of all, who's Ray's parents? Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge, huge question that's unanswered. Um, How is the force, if this is indeed the movie that brings balance to the force, how is that going to happen? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Um, How does the resistance come back from such a devastating blow? I think that's that's kind of a kind of a in in the same lines of what's going on, and then um, you know what are the what is going to be the final relationships of these characters? You know, does does Rose get with Rose get with Finn? Does does uh, Ray have a love interest? Is you know what you know? And and I guess part of all that and the character development are they going to show Leia dying? Is it going to be something like they? fast forward and then it's like Leia has passed or is it going to be something big like what happened with Han or what happened with Obi-Wan Kenobi like is it going to be big and in your face or is it going to be something more subtle because again correct me if I'm wrong they filmed none of this movie but they had footage yes and I know in the preview she's in it yes yeah, she's definitely going to be still. In it. So I guess Luke's going to appear as a spirit, as a, as a force ghost. Yeah, they they pretty much established that. Yeah, yeah. They they're using. Um, there was a plot line from Episode Seven that they ended up not using. It ended up on the cutting room floor. They went back and harvested basically all that film to create wow. the the story for Leia in Episode what Nine. What a time to be alive! Right? Yeah. No Harvesting <laughs> like, can you imagine George Lucas like going to like 1982 George Lucas and like. So this is what we're going to be able to do in the future. And he's just sitting there, like, putting models together with glue and toothpicks and looks and up. Taping, at taping all the film pieces like, together. Yeah, yeah taping. Yeah. in the real again. Right. Got too much tape. Right. Like, ta- yeah, exactly. Taping, like, eight millimeter film together. And you just look at it and say, you're going to be able to harvest fo- digital footage from, like, just to see him Growing. shit himself, you know. So, um, but, but, yeah, so. I guess that that's that's part of it, you know. And and Abby, I um, so we, we're like I said, we, I want to cover a couple of those things. We don't have to really go deep into all of them, yeah. but um, so you so and this is this is the part we're gonna skip the whole um, uh, you know, fan mail because we well we got one, um, <laughs> and it was from Abby. Spoiler, <laughs> she's on this episode, and she's on the podcast. Um, People might do you do you want to? Do you want to read your email to us or do you want sure. me to? Because it was so, I thought it was very well worded. It was very, yeah. like, helped prime this whole, like. I think she was an English major, too. It seems like it well, really, really good. You is really good at grammar. Yeah. <laughs> you say word well. You guys done talk good. <laughs> yes, I will. I will read the email. Okay. Um, so, so in my email, I said, Hey guys, um, I'm really excited to talk about the sequel trilogy tomorrow. And in preparation for it, I gathered a whole bunch of information, uh, and see the links below. Uh, I promise this is the edited list of links. I had gone about 20 links deep before I realized I may have gone too far. And I kid you not that that's seriously true. I had a ridiculous amount of links to this email before I looked back at it. I was like, this is, they're not going to get through this in like a day. What the hell am I doing? I was like, cut it down. That's vacation time spent well i was like cut it down to what's like possibly the most important or the best things and so it said um anyways i included a link to a pretty good representation of the canon timeline since disney bought lucasfilm 
um, this is important. In here, Disney made all the expanded universe not canon, which I know I've mentioned before. Um, and by the way, I need to give kudos to made the timeline. Uh, it's a from Reddit. It's by Jaredidis. Uh, I, I don't know how to say that name, but somebody else came up with this timeline. FYI, so I, I just want to give him credit. Um, but it's say. Elaborate. Too. I mean, yeah. That's amazing. yeah, say and then it's just however fans have pointed um, out that the sequel trilogy has borrowed from those retcon plot lines and that has led to some speculation about where the final chapter is going to go. Um, and that involves everything from um, there's a, a really good thing that talks about Star Wars has a pattern that the away team always wins. And I, I know yeah. it's like an article got posted, so I'm sure some people have read about this, but it was like a beautiful way to just break it down to the most simplistic stuff of seriously, whoever I'm goes. I'm a sports fan. Yeah, like I'm a sports fan. That was awesome. Yeah, so whoever goes to the other person's base, that away team is gonna win the fight. That's that's kind of how Star Wars has been structured. So it gives us a good idea of what could possibly happen in episode nine as far as if the re- resistance is going on the attack, they're going to win. They're the away team. They're, they're going to win. Um, and I included like fan theories, race parentage. I, I had to throw out there. Ben Debshin, um is, is. <laughs> okay. I couldn't pronounce that word. So yeah. I wanted, that was going to be the other thing that I wanted to say, like we need a little vocabulary lesson. Cause not all of us are for So just to be clear, retconned means something that was canon and got removed from yes. canon. I thought my tongue had a stroke. <laughs> it's like... I'm just going to cut it out and be done with What was it? Like, retroactively connected. I like, like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but Ben Demption is actually something I think it was born on Twitter. It's Kylo Ren is being redeemed to his former self, Ben Solo. And I just want to throw out there, I'm totally for Ben Demption. I hope it happens. <laughs> Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. I want the Skywalkers to end on a good note because I'm, I'm kind of tired of their tragedy. I want them to finally get it right, I guess. And like Kylo Ren's like their last chance. Like I know that they have Leia, but as you mentioned, is Leia going to get to live through this whole episode? We don't even know. Oh man. Yeah. No, like, and I, I they you, you get the feeling they gotta they gotta do something to address I, it. But they do, but like I hope it's something like respectful, like almost like. I'd almost prefer, if I'm honest, and like the Fast and Furious did with Paul Walker, where they just like let the character go off and live his life. I really want to mm, that yeah. with Leia. If I'm honest, I really don't want her to die. I'm, I'd be so heartbroken, yeah. but I know that that's a good possibility. So prepare. They'll do it respectfully, whatever they. Do. I I hope so. Like they won't jettison her out of the freaking bridge and let her die yeah, on just face. Blaster, yeah. yeah. Off right. Yeah. yeah. She's at the cantina and just gets shot. <laughs> oh, God. She gets so drunk, she passes off a bar stool and just passes out. Oh. Mickey, Mickey, that was part of her real life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, oh. Princess Leia, not Carrie Fisher. I'm sorry. Oh, God. We've got to bring it back to, to real fake life. <laughs> real retcon canon fake something. Yeah. yeah. Redemption. Redem- Re- Carrie Redemption Ben. Solo. <laughs> Can't talk no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point though. Yeah, I would I, that would be a nice way to to pay respect to her. But, um, so I guess that'll be and and what was the subject line? I ran, I jumped in the or I fell down the Star Wars. Oh, rabbit I hole. went down the Star Wars rabbit hole. 
Yeah. And I did. I was so lost last night. Like, I finally sent this email at 2.30 in the morning, guys. Like I noticed that. Yeah. Well, because my thing was, and I told, yeah, I told Mickey, I'm like, so I I realized I hadn't checked our our podcast email in a while. I'm like, oh, crap. She was going to email us. And then I looked, like, literally, like, on my way, I think it was after I dropped off my daughter this morning for daycare. And I'm like, oh, I didn't miss anything. Is that right? Am I reading this? And I'm like, 2.30? I'm like, so she didn't work today. Yeah, she got vacation. That's yep. So, I was invested, obvious, guys. Obviously, that research has benefited this podcast yeah. episode. So. More so than we did. Yeah, so yeah, you. yeah. More research than we've ever done for the entire Come podcast on. history. But um, obviously, none of it was in vain. You clearly enjoyed what you were doing. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess it, we, we don't have to like cover each one of these, but there's just generally what the questions were that I had. How about those questions? You know, kind of cover those. As yeah, well. if we if we want to cover that, or do you like? I'll let you this portion kind of lead this, Abby. As far as um, you can, we can either walk through some of those articles you had, or anything else as far as answering some of those topics and and kind of how if you want to start it out and we can kind of fill in the gaps i don't know if it's safe i'm gonna clearly ramble (laughs) we're almost at an hour again holy cow um yeah so i guess uh right now the only thing i want to say is um for those of you who are looking to see a redemption in ben solo there is a lot of stuff that's now being made in canon because if you haven't heard there are comics that are coming out that are now per Disney canon that are filling in some of that time between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. And a lot of it points to like things, why they think Ben Solo will be redeemed. So it, it is possible. Can I cut you off just real yes. quick? Um, I learned something today that there's actually a team of 12 people, 12 disciples. That's kind of weird, but a team of 12 people at Disney slash LucasArts slash Star Wars, whatever, that they are the people who decides what's canon and what's not imagine having that job so what you're talking about here with all of this like what's decide? like these people decide that that's a bad job that's a really bad job yeah (laughs) no one's gonna be happy but you're pissing off the whole world yeah so so that's how big this is got like an irs agent you know (laughs) yeah there's no good ending they're Um, they're really but sorry Uh, go ahead, and uh, you were talking about, you know, with the, with the way that that's all kind of folding yeah, into what this is going to become. Yeah, there's just they they filled in a lot more backstory. So if you you are curious about kind of how uh, Snoke came to power and how Kylo Ren came to be what he is now, I do recommend going and checking out the comics because they are out there and they do fill in a lot of this backstory. Um, but that kind of leads into the bigger bigger fan theories that we've got going on, which is tied into Ray's parentage. Um, one of them is actually about Ray being a clone. Uh, and I know I'm kind of like jumping in here really hard, but uh, the- no, that's good. good. Yeah, the, the reason- we want to finish this before two thirty. Right. <laughs> so the reason this clone thing is such a huge deal is um, some of the retconned uh, information in that original expanded universe talked about Palpatine actually had a lab on Jakku. Uh, in which he was trying to develop clones from Luke Skywalker's cut-off hand that he recovered. So uh, people are wondering if that's going to play back into this series as far as, is Rey a clone of Luke Skywalker? Like, is that why she's so powerful in the Force? Because she's actually Luke Skywalker's clone. 
Um, but Luke Skywalker didn't recognize her, and that would make sense then. He, but it's yeah, from see, the that just like the clone DNA. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That DNA. He feels a familiarity with her, but she's not his daughter. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She's a chunk off his off his wrist, you know. Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she is in a way his kin. So um, there is that theory that's going around, and the reason why this kind of comes out to play is in um, some of the early marketing, we got to see this glimpse of dark ray. And I mean, we're kind of all writing it off right now. It's just a force vision where um, she has the the double side the, or the double lightsaber, the red that kind of calls back like to dark switch ball, lightsaber right? almost. Yeah, like, and she's got the cloak, like it's it's dark gray. And, and we're thinking like, well, there's this possibility of if our ray is a clone, dark ray would be a clone. And then they would be like set up, come and fight each other that dark ray has actually been trained under Palpatine, because we know he's back. We don't know what capacity, but we know he's back. Like, what if they're up to come at each other? And, like, what does that mean? Um, And I should mention that uh, the whole Palpatine thing, so in Disney canon, it is documented that what was left of the Imperial fleet after the Empire, like, was disbanded, fled to the unknown regions, and that they're, like, they still exist. And they, they wonder if that's where... Um, Snoke came from. I think he. I think they've actually said that that is where Snoke is from, um, but that Palpatine's been in these unknown regions, like kind of recollecting his strength and like rebuilding his army, and that he's going to come back as this big threat in Episode Nine, and that maybe even Kylo Ren seeks him out and brings him back. So it's it's just huge. Um, yeah, that would, yeah. That'd be awesome if it happened. And that, and the, it could draw on parallels to Endgame, but I think that a lot of the things that you're talking about are similar to the fact, like, like Captain America wielding Molnir or whatever the yeah, the, the like that stuff is only like what kids dreamed about at night when they're staring up at their Marvel posters of like, what if that happened? And like, this is the kind of same along the same lines of, what if this giant epic battle where the Emperor Palpatine comes back. Like, what if that actually happens? What if there's a clone of Ray? Like, that, I, I get the feeling, and maybe I'm just being too optimistic about what this next movie is going to be, but I get the feeling that a lot of those fan theories, a lot of those fan fiction things are going to materialize in this movie. Well, that's how you end a series that's so beloved and legendary and iconic, you know? It's yeah. part of American culture, just like MCU even kind of, yeah. they had to make it the biggest thing ever. Yeah. They had to. Yeah. yeah. You know, they got to four up themselves, not just one up themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. they've got to make the fans happy. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, they really yeah. have to make We're the more fans happy. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it would be it would be cool, um, I guess, just to see what capacity Palpatine comes back in. Because the fact that he's been the bad guy in all of these trilogies is, it's like it's the Skywalkers versus Palpatine. And that's, I don't know, I, I kind of like that big dramatic buildup, but I, I want to see it that, again, plugging Ben Demption here, but that's why I want to see Kylo Ren go back to being Ben Solo so the last Skywalker gets to stand up to Palpatine and not Rey, who may or may not be tied to the Skywalkers at all. So, so if, Kylo, if Kylo Ren does convert back to the light, does that almost automatically mean that ray has to go to the dark time i mean not kind of not necessarily because they're they're consi- so the one of the theories is like this is how 
Um, so in current canon, the Grey Jedi don't exist. But in Expanded Universe, which was retconned, mm. the Grey Jedi existed. They were actually um, kind of created because in the books, Leia and Han had a set of twins. The, the male twin became evil. He became a, a Sith Lord. And the female twin um, followed the Jedi. Uh, Luke was banished and uh she she followed after him and created this gray jedi order which is they both they draw for both the light and the dark they're wondering if like we're going to finally see the gray jedi become in canon in the actual movies of this perfect balance between dark and light because the balance, balance the right like it's been driven home with every one of these episodes the balance of the force the force needs to be balanced well gray jedi they might be the balance so luke's got a lot of gray already though i thought maybe he, <laughs> he should have been there yeah. Gray jedi, yeah. If, yeah. maybe if he ben cut himself off from the force yeah. Yeah. he was kind of dark and gray yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was uh, but yeah uh that's that's kind of one of the theories the um the one that i'm putting a lot more credit behind though is the one where ray being palpatine's granddaughter and the reason why I think this one has a little more weight to it is I don't think Kylo Ren lied when he said that her parents were nothing. Yeah. However, like, because J.J. Abrams has already said he's not going to retcon The Last Jedi. He, that did not affect what his overall plan was for these movies. So he's not going to go back and change her parentage. He's not, he's not going to change that. So mm. maybe her parents were nothing, but if her grandfather was Palpatine, that's something and the reason people she's still got, like uh, yeah she's still got a heritage and how how yeah. like i don't know amazing would it be that this dark sider palpatine i mean it was this ultimate corrupting evil gave gave birth to our new hero and then you know the resistance well the rebellion heroes gave birth to our new villain beautiful like mirroring mm. situation right um oh, yeah <laughs> be poetic um, but one of yeah, exactly. Some kind of harmony, right? Twisted and dark, but still harmony. Exactly, you know? which is what we're going mm. for. Um, yeah. But the, I guess the reason I give this a little more credit again is because so her parents might not be nothing, but her grandfather might be something, and they say that Palpatine might have been uh, driven to to have a family because he saw the link between Vader and Luke. So he had Vader in his grasp, right? He had Vader fully turned, and at the end. Luke was able to turn Vader back because of that familial bond. So what if he had the ultimate uncorruptible line by having his own lineage? Like he could maybe make Ray his ultimate, what do I want to say? Uh, student or, or predecessor. The chosen one. Yeah. yeah. Like he tried to set up his own monopoly kind yeah. of a thing. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So those are the That's the one I believe the most of the ones that she sent us all this stuff so we got to read because <laughs> that's the kind of research we did. Thank you again. <laughs> well, if you want, that was the one I bought into. That being said, Abby, do you, do you mind? Like, I could post these links as like comments on my Please when go. I post it on Facebook. Yeah, I'd, I'd be you happy know. to make sure other people get to see them because they're they are at least interesting to read. I guess you kind of talk and get some buzz about Episode Nine because let's figure, yeah. this is the end of Star Wars. Let's let's make this a big thing. Let's not let big, it be like. It's a big Right, like I don't want people to be still upset about episode eight, so they protest going to see episode nine. Let's all come back together and be like, "This is Star Wars. We yeah. love it. We all want to see it." Baby Yoda, baby, baby. Exactly. Yoda. Bring Baby Yoda in, and let's—I don't know—just let's end what? this well. Okay. 
Abby, all end up Abby, on a beach. I, this almost like I. What's that? They all end up on a beach, and Baby Yoda is just entertaining. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, <laughs> whole dark side would you would you lose your shit if in the theater all of a sudden you just see this little like capsule start coming up over the horizon and Baby Yoda's in it, like in Episode Nine? I would be screaming. I mean, I'm not I <laughs> screaming like fangirl screaming the high pitched annoying thing and might faint. Because I love baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we're going to have to ask you. Baby. <laughs> no! No! Yeah, you can... Baby Yoda! <laughs> you know how they have... Um, okay, well, this is a Trekkie reference, but they have the whole con. Well, it's going to be Baby yeah. Yoda! <laughs> yeah. God. That's awesome. See, that brings it all back together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that very beginning of this episode. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think that covers a lot of. I also like the idea that her being a granddaughter of uh, Obi Wan. I think that's kind of a cool. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I don't, the logistics don't quite pan out as well, but I like that idea because he seems like one guy who would, would have followed the Force, right, and would not have taken a because wife. yeah, yeah. You're, you're dedicated to the life, you know, or. Shimmy or which Shmi. Shmi, like uh, Skywalker, Anakin's mom. Anakin's mom. That this is like a brother or like his niece. Ah, uh, so so yeah. There's definitely a lot of different ways that you can go with that. Um, the fact that it's finally going to come up, it's pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. There's so many theories, which means it's just such an intriguing question. Everybody, right? Yes. What are we What are we dealing with? How are we gonna How are we gonna show this? Um, so, so we covered a couple things. Covered how you know with Carrie Fisher, how they're going to show her, what they, how they're going to handle that. Uh, talked about what who's raised parents. Um, anything else as far as I guess any any of those other links that you wanted to cover in terms that we talked the Ben Demption, um, how the balance is going to be the timeline, the way team always wins. Kind of talked about generically the fan theories, raised parenting. Um, and we talked about the bowcaster and the. The, the, <laughs> the abilities of that thing. yes yes best weapon ever <laughs> um but i guess that all being said what uh where do you see because like you've got things like the mandalorian you got things like the um the what is it, the new the jedi whatever jedi the, challenge or sorry. temple challenge or no the the game the video game, oh the oh oh um God, which it's... is a whole nother storyline of a, of a different yeah, cause I think that's Mickey's back when... looking at me like because he doesn't have an Xbox so he, he wouldn't there'd be no reason for him to under... yeah. it, it's it's and I don't have it but it's uh it's basically following a it's Jedi the fallen at the order end of episode three yes at the end at, at post episode three and he's on the run from order 66 yeah because the game is about yeah yeah because it's it's got vader in his prime so like we talked about like never getting to see vader fighting like that game is going to show vader fighting and why he's such an impressive and you're you're this like and i and i hate to say it any other way you're just like ginger guy that (laughs) is kind of like running around fighting you know like another beasley yeah. He's so Wait, Beasley. Another Beasley. Another Beasley. Yeah. Yes. That's from the office. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. It's all connected. It's all part of one great <laughs> office universe. And then the gym comes in, but it's not Jim Jim. It's Michael Scott. It's, oh, it's, no. You know, it's 16 Hours Jim. It's, you know, Jack Ryan Jim. And, and then Michael Scott. I mean, Michael Scarn. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, yes. 
but but anyways, uh, yes. Yeah, so so you followed that, and that's I I would I think I put it on my Christmas list or my Amazon wish list or whatever because we don't make Christmas lists. Anymore. Oculus Quest has those Vader games too. Yeah, the yes. yeah. yeah, you see him battling in that storyline that you get to be in. Okay. At least in the first one, I haven't even bought the second or third one yet. But um, but I guess but what I what I'm getting at with all of this is. You've got that video game. You've got the Mandalorian. This is all canon. This is all one of those links committed. mentioned uh, somebody be taking over as producer for more movies too. So is this going to be, be more films. in that? And I guess that's my my greater question is: so this is called the Skywalker Saga. Yeah. These nine movies, correct? Yep. Yep. The same way that like we had phases one through four, or phases one through. And that they had the Infinity Saga. What is the? And, and I know this is a hard question to answer because we don't know, and there's so many ways that they could go. But I feel like it's similar to the Marvel universe in terms of the raw content that was produced in the comic books and the storylines that they can go and, and do a lot of lot of different explore a lot of different uh, storylines. What is the um, like, wh- what is the the thoughts behind where they're going from here after this movie? Uh, do you do you know? Have you heard anything, Mickey? About uh, like, I mean, because because it was always to me, it was like, and this goes back to the whole generational thing. Is like you had this generation that had this, this generation had this. I know that was a big deal, obviously, when Episode One came out, and they never thought. But I think we've kind of taken for granted since then, like I did, that well, there's just going to always be more. They can do the side stories like Solo and Rogue One, which those are canon, correct? Yes. Yes. Those are canon now. Yep. And then even like what is it the attack or not uh, the Clone Wars uh, cartoon that that's canon. I um, is it? I thought I read something about that. I could be wrong. I, I thought I read something about this storyline at least is, but I could maybe be wrong. it is. I thought it might have been one of those that actually got scrapped. Okay, so but maybe maybe I'm yeah, unclear. I know a couple cartoons. <laughs> yes. But, um. So, but where's where is this? Is this is this the end? And we're 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 seeing Star Wars morph and evolve into something else, or is this okay? We just got done with Episode Nine. In two years, we're going to announce Episode Ten. Like, where do you guys see this going? I, from what I've heard. And it's Disney. They're going to milk every penny out of that that they possibly can. Yeah. Um, and even from the links that she sent us earlier, I, 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 I'm, I, there's definitely going to be more films. Where they go, I don't know. We can just speculate at this point. I don't, unless Abby knows. I don't know <laughs> that there's a whole lot of knowledge. And if anyone's going to know, it sounds like Abby. <laughs> so please enlighten us. So I'd say that Skywalkers are done. So we can we can definitely close yeah. the, the chapter on that. Um, but the way the Disney Canyon is currently set up, there's a lot of open space in the 30 years between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. So I think they could always go back and add a lot of information about kind of that leading up time because and they kind of have with you're those, saying between episode six and episode yeah seven. between episode six oh. and seven because they have kind of already oh, started by developing um kind of kylo ren's backstory kind of where snoke came from they i think they even have comic books about poe and uh may or may not be trying to develop i think it's in between episode eight and nine that they've got 
um, comic books for Finn and Ray, but like they're filling in some of these later plot lines. Um, but going forward, it's it's pretty simple to me. So every Star Wars movie always starts off with a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So what's happening now in that galaxy far, far away? I, I mean, I want it all, to be completely honest. Currently. Right? Currently in a galaxy far, far away. Right, because like a long time ago, they had all of this going on. Well, what's happened since that long time ago? Because you're setting me up to think like this this whole thing has really evolved since then. I, I want to know where it goes. And wow. Well, unlimited. I mean, Possibilities. As far as technology and every, I mean, and as we mentioned before, John Favreau, I think, is going to be a, a major factor in deciding where it goes and all that yeah. stuff. So, like you say, the technology, as much as the technology was a long time ago, imagine what it's going to be in the future if it's even possible to expand on it. Yeah, that's interesting to me then because, like Mickey had talked about with the the opening scroll and how that's so embedded into what star wars is that a long time ago in a galaxy does this mean that the next saga they're going to start out with a few weeks ago (laughs) like present time currently in a galaxy far far away like does that because that would be pretty awesome that'd be an interesting like i think i think certain star wars fans who've been around since well, you know, the original trilogy, their heads would explode. Well, people are going to bitch no matter what. Just cause... <laughs> well, yes. both good and bad is what I mean. Yeah. Like, the people are going to be like, oh, my God. And other people are going to be like, oh, my God. You know? so... <laughs> Yesterday in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah, I, I don't want to know what happens now. Yeah. But she's right. I mean, that's that's a great point. This is all in history. You know, what's going on right now? After right. The whole thing. Later. It's it's just at the end of the movie. That'd be great. The end of the movie, you just, it, it universe you hear closed. George Lucas's voice and then it just slowly fades away and then it, to black and then it's like the opens up of George Lucas sitting in a, you know, leather chair next to a fire reading a book and you're just like, <laughs> Thank oh God, my God. The whole thing. <laughs> it was just, it was just, you know, it's lasting forever. I need to relax. Put my feet up. Right. <laughs> Kind of, kind of like how I met your mother. <laughs> yep. Or like the Sopranos faded to black. Just nothing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just true. But yeah, it's just him. It's been him saying, you know, but anyways. Um, so yeah, I guess. That kind of speculation, even my twisted, screwed up that's over cool, analytical though. mind. I didn't even really even think of that. I guess the two biggest things that would get me excited is that, well, not get me excited, but get me kind of like, like made me kind of think and like, oh, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. One. Ray having a clone or a twin or whoever and fighting that would be a cool I would like right? that. and yeah. and two then going forward that it's uh, currently in a galaxy far far away you know? or maybe even in the future I mean oh right like or how they that yeah way, in know? the future and in, in the near future like as they like to say in sci-fi movies yeah, right? yeah. that's the that's the common trope is you know the near future then they'll start predicting stuff like back to the future did and yeah Start making bets and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, grab a grab an al- a space almanac for pod racing. <laughs> we got we got to go to this other planet. I got to place a bet. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I guess thank you for your time, Abby. Yeah, I guess awesome. is there anything else before I, I don't want to cut anybody off or you know because clearly there's a lot going After on. Two and a half hours. <laughs> don't want to cut. Yeah, don't um, be rude. But but anything else, um, Mickey, that you had as far as in general about the Star Wars or. I mean, we're all clearly, if you can't 
if it doesn't come across in your headphones right now. We're all clearly excited for this next movie. Oh, my God. You fall asleep or you died if you can't pick up on that. Right. Yeah. If you fall asleep in this movie, you're going to get shamed. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, Ben, I'm talking to you. Uh, (laughs) um, But, but yeah, so this is, I mean, just like what we were excited about for Endgame, we're very excited about this. And I think more so it, it means more to people like Mickey and people like Abby that this is their, you know, this is their their thing, their oh, their yeah. fandom that they've really been following for a long time. And obviously, I've always been a fan, but I've been kind of like on the fringes and kind of like, oh, I like this part of this and like never really dove into it as much. Um, and, and, and for me, Marvel is more, I think, more of, along the lines of that. And, and somewhat, you know, with Batman, obviously, that's going to be my core of what, you know, I... If they were where we are, they would see that. Oh, obviously. Yeah, if you, if you were looking at my <laughs> basement full of Okay. Say that, what? I'm sorry. Wait a second. No, that, I, what's that? Where's your Batman costume? Are you wearing it right now? Right. <laughs> Batman threw up all over his face. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't. I, I shouldn't leave it at like my basement full of. Okay, we'll stop that. No, 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 no. Wait. It's it's it's, it's memorabilia. It's toy. It's it's not not those. Oh God, I'm just gonna stop talking. The hostages are acting up again. <laughs> chains and whips. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, chains and whips. Chain, yeah. Um, so this one's definitely getting the explicit stamp on, it on this episode. First one ever. Congratulations. Woo! <laughs> episode 10. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I guess, uh, that all, like I said, this, it's just, this is a very exciting time to be alive in terms of being in this type of culture. This, and it's not even a subculture anymore. It's really a part of the mainstream culture oh, yeah. of, of comics and, and sci-fi and, all of these things that used to be, you know, not yeah, as, as popular. Um, so we're all very excited about what's going to happen and how, how this movie is going to play out. Yeah, take it or leave it. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, oh, do you want me to sell your ticket then? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, yeah. I, have, I think I have stepper over that day or something. Oh, I, whatever. I don't even know what stepper over <laughs> That makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go to my first class. Yeah, <laughs> just picture Mickey in a Ben uh, Obi Wan Kenobi outfit with you know a hey, lightsaber, I'm not that old, a lightsaber <laughs> doing doing yoga or something, or aerobics, um, Jedi training. Um, but uh, but yeah, so but you said Abby, you don't know for sure when you're gonna um, when you're gonna be watching it. You know, it's just gonna be around the Christmas. Time. I know it's around Christmas now. Whether or not it's like the twentieth. 20th... <laughs> Or we actually wait until like the 25th. It's unclear to me because my brother's in charge of this. And I have to say, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a sec. Hold on a second. Yes. Your brother's in charge of this? You have wow, to understand. So Nick I, Nick is a. Well, OK, I know Nick. That's why I'm saying that sarcastically for everybody else who doesn't, though. Uh, Nick is the bigger fan of Star Wars than I am. So just to be clear, my brother's a nerd. And I want that recorded for everybody to hear. <laughs> Nick is a All Star time. Wars geek. He named his son Luke. Let that sink oh, that's in. Awesome. Yeah. I respect the guy. I've yeah. never even met. Yeah, let that sink in, guys. That happened. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no, wow. he's, I think he's going to be in charge of the tickets. So we'll see. We actually get to go. I'm sure that that day I will be writing on Facebook for the first time in like three years. Like, oh my God. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we're trying to do that just because of the timing of all the episodes that we want to get out and how we want to release them. I didn't even think about the fact for you that 
uh, yeah, you're going to have to like go and live on that same island that Luke was on so that you don't get any spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I wow. can't believe his wife went along with naming the kid Luke. Just oh, oh, Star Wars oh, she, must, she is she a Star Wars know? fan. Oh, okay, she freaking loves BB-8, guys. Together. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, that was, I, I just want to slide this one thing else, the, the question in. Do you, is there going to be a new droid introduced in this yes. episode? Or this? Yes. Oh, um, there is. There is. I forget what his name is. Like, we've already seen some of the pro- promos because he's like, oh, I always think of him, he looks like a wheel with a cone head. Um, yeah, he looks like a wheel with a cup on his head. Yeah. Like, head. Oh, like, so is... this is a different droid than the one in uh, Falling Order. Because uh, I, I, because in that game video game he's got like a little droid. I think that droid's on two legs. This so. this one sorry. is sorry. This is, is a major Dio. D O is the name of the new droid that's coming in. He's he's this tiny little guy, but yeah, we do have a new droid that's coming. Okay, maybe that was the one that they did in the most recent Star Wars panel that they're like, hey, you guys like this guy? Yeah, that, we got a real that one. might be. You know, and then they just, you know, remote control him out or whatever. But it looks like, yeah, him. it looks like that is exactly the one that they brought out. Because he really is like awesome. a cone that's sitting on top of a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> they really went basic with those. They, yeah, they did. Like, droids. he looks adorable, but I mean, he really is very simple. So, They've run out of ideas. So, okay, we're almost done. Guys, hear me. <laughs> Garbage can with a cone. All right, yeah. ah, you yes, got okay. you got it. Okay. So, a sphere. Okay, get on board. Yeah, with another sphere. Okay, yep, yep, we got it. Oh, wait, what if we put in a triangle? Yes, now now hear me out. There's a cup here. (laughs) Yes. God, okay. So that's cool. That'll uh, that'll be interesting. This late in the the trilogy that they're introducing another droid. More merchandise. Well, yeah, well, that's, yeah. Like there's a year in between now, between episode eight and episode nine, there's been a year. So there's going to be a lot of information that we're going to get filled in on, I'm sure. So. I wonder if we'll see C-3PO and R2-D2 again. We will. Yeah, then the preview they show them, yeah. Yeah, and and just because we talked about it before, but real quickly, like this, these movies are like a gold mine of toys. Oh, yeah. Pops and More so than any other franchise. Yeah, no, there's definitely, they, they, somewhat pander to that uh, which I know yeah this like, is but, the freaking yeah. fandom that finally made me decide i was going to start collecting stuff so thanks monty well, yeah. i now have funko pops <laughs> and it's not okay do you know how it long i've okay. avoided it's... this like my whole life almost 30 years i've gone without a collection and now suddenly i've got <laughs> how did you survive? i was just gonna say she should be on our next star wars episode but she just said she doesn't collect stuff yeah I'm so sure part of that back. okay for my defense, part of that is because I never understood collections as far as like, I always saw them as a way for people to try to have these valuable things that they keep in the boxes. And I'm like, I want to see the merchandise as it was oh, designed. I, I, pull, stuff. Like, I pull it all out of the box. I, I get rid of yes. all the crap. I'm like, let me just see the toy and put it out there. And yeah. I, I, I felt that's like, how we are. that's why I felt like I couldn't have a collection because I wasn't a proper collector. And now I've already got mm. two and this started like a month ago, two months ago. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm falling down a rabbit hole. It's bad. Oh yeah. You've seen my basement. So yeah. You know oh, I'm I, waiting, that, but that's, well, I'm waiting well, for baby ahead. Yoda to come out because I'm going to buy all Do of You know, it came out already, right? There is what? Coming out. There's a, there's a regular size and a 10 inch. All right. Where's Amazon? <sighs> You you can pre-order them now. I don't know they're on Amazon. They're on Disney's website. But if Going. you want to, you should do that this, like right this now. This is happening. Uh, because uh, they'll sell out quick. They're not coming out till May. Oh, my God. But, but there are two pops. 
So what I understand in terms of toys, this kind of rounds out our episode as far as like kind of in the news or whatever, or a last segment, but uh, we'll see you at the bottom of the rabbit hole. Come on, yep. Be sitting here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, so a regular size pop of baby Yoda, 10 inch pop, which is essentially life size, kind of like the life size group uh, pop. Uh, that's 10 inch. And then a baby Yoda plush. Oh baby Yoda God. plush price point is twenty four twenty five. Uh, ten inch Baby Yoda is thirty, and then I think they're like ten ninety nine or eight ninety nine or something like that for the regular size pop. But yes, that was a big deal. I don't know how you missed that because that's been all over Facebook for the past week. Like that got released like a couple days ago. Don't worry, guys. So. I just bought it. <laughs> as we're talking, as we're talking, I love it. Which one? The, uh, the ten size? inch. You did buy the ten inch. Yep. Yes. Yep. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. That just happened, so I'm sorry. So that old, that's how my husband and, find out I bought it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Spent four grand on it too, right? <laughs> Wait a second. Please tell me you bought it from Disney's website, and not eBay, because I bought it from Amazon. Twenty nine ninety six. We're fine. Oh, it is on Amazon. It is okay. Good. You could, but well, that's the thing is, I love, and this is way tangent, but I love the way that Amazon does their pre-ordering. They don't charge you until you actually ships. Yep. Yeah. So that's nice, and which is not going to ship till May or whatever. Yep, so. May fifteenth. Um, you can probably save up a couple of pennies. <laughs> yeah, maybe, not, maybe not you can. upset the husband too. Much. Yeah. Maybe we'll see how he, he that's reacts. Awesome. <laughs> That maybe be, he'll just keep it for himself. I wanted Baby Yoda. It's small. We uh, need two. It could be a danger, honestly. I could see him have already bought it and being like, wait, you got it too, babe? Well, now we... Oh, army of Baby Yodas. <laughs> oh, God, can we make that happen? At the same time. <laughs> and then they all pull out their lightsab- their green lightsabers at the same time. Oh, my God. People are going to come to my house and Baby Yoda's just everywhere. There's just shelves of Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's T-shirts too. In case you, those I think that there's no pre-order on those, so you can just buy that for Christmas. But Monty, stop this! <laughs> the paychecks Feed don't. Her oh, oh, did you download Feed the Funko app yet? Because then you'll really. Oh, be, no, like, that's that's where that rabbit hole. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just I just ruined somebody's life. I'm there's sure. there's an app that you can track your collection oh, and no. see what other oh, no. uh, pops have been made for that line. Yeah, he's already got me. No. This is um, and track the value of them as well and keep keep your collection and your wish list which is two separate lists of like what you want what you have what your value of your collection is how many pieces all of that so people um, are witnessing pretty, the birth nice. addiction this is awful yes yes that's that's where the rabbit lives great is on that app oh, great. <laughs> it's contributed to another addiction yeah good episode yeah. this is gonna hurt in people's lives <laughs> Um, You've become one of us. Come <laughs> to the dark side. Oh, I live on the dark side. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of a gray Jedi, Jedi, though. I like that idea. Right? I, I don't think we could go fully dark, but I could, I could, I could get on board with the gray Jedi idea. Uh, I'd be off with a Sith. I, I'm a Sith. I don't care. A hundred percent. You fit in pretty well, so I think we're all somewhere in there. <laughs> right. Right. Oh. So anyway, so. So an hour and a half later, um, from so, this episode, yeah, for this, for this, like three this hours episode. total. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank you once again, Abby, so much for your time. Yeah. Really, it's been it's been a pleasure. I think hopefully that our listeners are, are get as much out of this episode as we did. It was thank a fast you. three hours, and it was yeah, fun. It went oh, by yeah. very quickly. Oh, yeah, so yeah, appreciate appreciate it. What's that? It's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed myself. So thank you. Good. For well, me. like. 
like we said with Ryan, you know, we have an open door policy yeah. as far as, you know, if you would like to be on a future episode. Especially uh, not, after the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, not even not even just uh, Star Wars related. Uh, we've talked about doing a, a episode on, because of, again, because of that a conversation that we had before about, you know, just in general about streaming services. Yeah. Um, and the, the things that, you know, I know you had a lot of insight about that as well. Oh, By yeah. the time we do um, a collections episode, she should <laughs> Yeah. I'll be ready. By the time we, yeah, yeah, you'll send us pictures and you, you're taking over your shelves. Still, I'll be Baby Yoda, but she's still without <laughs> right. It's still I a just collection. Bought 50 Baby Yoda. It's still a collection. <laughs> They're my babies. They're mine. Oh. Don't touch them. <laughs> and this is Baby Yoda in a, in a, a Christmas hat or a Santa hat. And this is Baby Yoda on the beach. Hey, That's hey, Monty, precious. how many versions of Deadpool th- do you have? Uh huh. Two, three. Oh. I mean, you should have said Batman because that yeah, would have been Batman. worse. I felt like Deadpool because I knew you had a few of them and you were looking for more. The last time I talked yeah. to you, so that's I why. I just bought. I got the the Deadpool with the turkey. In. We already know you're a lost cause for Batman, so I just want to. Yeah, they just. I have three Deadpool DVDs and there's only two movies. <laughs> yeah. So much I love it. He, he cut his own movie. I did. Made his own movie. Well, I well, bought the costume. I want to have credit. I'm Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Minus the body. <laughs> oh, but, but no, I I was going more along the lines of that you're going to start 3D printing your own like accessories for Baby Yoda and then yeah. it's your yes. own like, because they do customs. I don't know if you know this, but they also, there's a whole world of pop customs. Yeah, I see uh, home party string lights of Baby Yoda. So I'm seeing some oh things here, guys. Yeah. Like bikini Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Jams. <laughs> slippers. Yeah. You know what? It's it's yeah. just slave the, Leia, baby Yoda. The world is open to possibilities. All right. <laughs> exactly. Um, apparently, there's a uh, Furby Wookie, though. Uh, if you didn't know that, there's Mikhail's like, Furby... "Can we get this for what? for your, our daughter?" And I'm like, "We can yeah, feel her later." Yeah. I actually feel her. <laughs> right. We just cost her and her husband their second mortgage on their Tilt. house. Tilt. <laughs> it's going so wrong. <laughs> but uh but yeah okay so we're gonna i'm gonna cut us off because thanks again we'll be for talking. Being on yes thank you so much yes, thank you so much thank we really you. appreciate it and uh and you know as as we always like to say getting old is mandatory but growing up is optional uh abby you got any sign off that you'd like to to add to it uh may the force be with you <laughs> perfect. Amen. perfect perfect thanks guys What's going on?